Happy 2023 again, Super Nintendos. I'm your host, Seth Macy. This is episode 644 of Nintendo Voice <laughs> Chat. I'm in the Techno Dungeon. It's very cold here, but in the warm confines of the San Francisco studio, we are joined by Herr Schneider. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Returning triumphantly, Brian Altana. Good to see you all. I missed you all so much. It's good to be back. And the person who brought booze, Red Valentine. <laughs> wow, just wow. outing me immediately. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> it's a little treat for those who stick around for the uh, end of the show. But we are going to talk today about the next Nintendo console. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, God, no. We've already <laughs> this done again. this. Enough. We've talked <laughs> about people. it. When is it coming? Is it this year? No. We're not going to talk about is it going to happen because we know it's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to happen. Um, we don't know what its weird form factor Nintendo is going to be <laughs> making it into, but what we are going to talk today about what we want to see from Nintendo's next console. What features do we want? What surprises do we want? What uh, um, excitement do we want to have on that E3 reveal or that Nintendo Direct reveal? Like, what is going to get us to react? In a reaction meme and then you know we'll talk about what we actually think we're going to get so i turn it to the panel now i'm interested to hear what do you want to see from nintendo's next console brian altano wow been a while how you doing buddy yeah I, i'm uh, you guys are still doing the same material that makes me sad <laughs> <laughs> four years later switch pro still four years later so no the switch pro we we know that there's not going to be a Switch Pro. <laughs> uh, I think that's a safe safe bet at this point. But we do know that Nintendo. I mean, there's look, there's right. a new, new console somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, like we the the natural thing for a, a successful console manufacturer to do is to you know kind of iterate on what they've built already make a powerful stronger smarter sleeker more version of the thing they that they already have that's working and nintendo doesn't do that so, <laughs> so that's what i love about them because it, and i've said this for years it's like they they just kind of keep you on your toes every time you think like this is this makes perfect sense this is exactly what they they do they go no we're gonna swerve on you we're gonna go totally diagonal and hit you with something kind of different like if you look at the entire concept of a dual screen handheld which was popular for what 15 years between the ds and 3ds lines um that's that was iterating uh, uh, iterating on something they were doing in the 80s in handheld form uh that they abandoned for a while it made no real sense to do it but they did it and then they came out with these you know they came out with a console that you pointed a remote control at the tv and you wiggled and pointed and you know uh slapped things and chopped and bold and no one expected those things either and like implementing a touch screen like none of that really made any sense at the time at the time their their competition was doing traditional more straightforward here's a handheld with a screen uh, it works as is. Uh, here's here's our more our more powerful console. So for Nintendo, I want them to do something weird and crazy. Yes, I want a more powerful Switch, but I don't know. Like if there is an a, an option of having like a second screen on a Switch that pops up, let's do that again. Like if there is an option to uh, do something that's completely outside of the box and what they do already, then let's do that too, right? Like that's. It's hard to predict the unpredictable, and that's what I want. I want them to do something that I couldn't possibly come up with an idea for at this table, which I know is a total cop-out, 
but no, I'm saying it that's, anyway. That's fine. <laughs> I'm actually that's furious good. with you right now because you totally stole my talking. Hell yeah! Point. That is exactly oh. that, that. That's it. Like I want Nintendo to be weird. Yeah. I don't. But but it's hard because it's a conflict in my heart with the fact that I really love the Switch. Like I love the Switch. It's so good. Yeah. So I like I, I'm not I'm not ready to give up the things that I love about the Switch. Well. I am not, and I, I'm going to be the boring oh, one here. I, I, I honestly, I want them to continue with the Switch, and it, this is not a crazy pair. As too many Joy-Con doesn't want to lose that form factor and, and <laughs> well. throw away all those all those uh, uh, funny, funny little colorful little baubles. No, I, I really think that they found a a niche that is going to work for a while. And you know, selfishly, I want Nintendo to do well. Right. I want them to sell oodles of machines and and not be experimental at this point because they were rebuilding from the Wii U, which was a disaster. Yep. Uh, and you know, already the GameCube, a beautiful disaster. The GameCube was a, a <laughs> machine I really liked, but it wasn't the 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 big hit that that it could have been, right? It's not and like, the GameCube. And I feel hour. like w- with the GameCube, they were doing what everybody else was doing. <laughs> um, they had a console with a, that was comparable, not in form factor, but right. in, like what it did to the other guys, and they just couldn't keep up with, you know xbox live and you know a lot of the software so what what i would love to see is them continue the switch line really give us a switch two, or like learn to count to a new number or something <laughs> and don't call it new nintendo switch or anything stupid that Super is hard nintendo to say switch. yeah that's, that's what we agreed that's upon cool. on this podcast i cool count with... they, they went from 3ds to 2ds that's counting it's counting backwards <laughs> yeah <but> okay <laughs> not like that and then what what i want them to what i want the next generation experience to be like outside of you know keeping pace with horsepower being able to run more modern games right. and like get us experiences like a breath of the wild but at 60 frames per second like that smoothness smoothness and performance really matters to me and lighting has gotten so good in you know pc games and next-gen console games i want that in this small factor um but i want them to I want them to innovate again, but I want them to innovate with software, and I want them to innovate with OS. Mm-hmm. I really loved what they did with consoles like the Wii, where they have this customizable menu with a remote yes. control that lets you move it around. Oh, I, I love what, what they did with the Wii U. Like, I, I think I mentioned this. I still have a Wii U hooked up, and I have a Logitech remote that's uh, you know got a little t- a touch screen that says turn on PS5, turn on uh, Switch, and I've got Wii U on there. And sometimes I accidentally hit it, and like you know I'll hit the button and I'll do something else, and I hear. All like the little people are running in, going like, "Where the hell have you been? You know, we're dying here." And like, I love that concept. You move your refrigerator, and there's a bunch of creatures back there, like, "Ah." "No, it's it's like turning on the lights, right?" And all all, all the all the little cockroaches are scattering. Oh, there's the Wii U right there in my house. Beautiful thing. But but I love that sort of innovation of trying to create a virtual community on your screen and like the customization. And I want that to be the next generation experience. And like. The There's ba- a lot of arcade stuff. on 3DS, remember? Like all the stickers you could put all over the... Yeah, yeah. And, like, and like Street Pass was yeah. a cool idea. And like the Switch is the switch is super like back to basics. You turn it on and it works and it's no frills and it has a light and a dark theme. And mm-hmm. there's nothing... It's not very fun and approachable in that way outside of the customizable controllers. Um, and I want them to go back to that. So upgrade the hardware. It's hard to keep this form factor and make it more powerful, but I think they can. You don't need a four. Like we're not doing 4K handheld. That's nonsense. The screen is so small. 
1080p looks just fine 720p with more horsepower looks fine if you have an xbox series s mm -hmm. that's a really cool next gen console and it yeah. doesn't do 4k yeah. right yeah. and like you you can you can do that we can get great looking games in the small form factor and i want that keep gonna, it keep that oled yeah. screen too yeah i'm gonna seize on Ooh. something you said because the other thing that i want is i i want them to bring back that community aspect yeah. so street pass was incredible yeah. and meverse those like tooth everything to do with the me's like remember those little, i still have like i have a me that i created you know a million years ago that still pops up whenever i like oh when, when was the last time i saw it i, th uh, I think i think it, it's involved in oh it's involved in mario kart i was playing mario kart with my siblings yeah. over the holiday and your your little me, this me that i made i think on the wii u a million years ago or maybe i made it on the switch i don't know but it like pops up and it's like i'm using tilt controls but that's literally the only time those guys show <laughs> that's up right. and, and i miss street pass so much i remember going yeah. to like conventions yeah. in like like theater conventions in high school with a ds in my back yeah. or a 3ds in my backpack or whatever and like I guess I was chaperoning at that. I don't remember. I don't remember what year this was. What year was anything? But I remember going to conferences at one point with I'm a 3DS in my backpack. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that young. Uh, and I would like get you know 10, 20, 30 street passes from just all these other people, oh, so and good. it was so cool. And then they had those little games. Like they had that little. Oh, what was it? There was this little game you could play. The RPG where you had to beat up the bad guys yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. metopia yeah. but it was the other one that you could go through oh no, yeah street pass and there was puzzle pieces yep. but was, you had to you had to street yep. pass people yep. in order to yeah, do yeah, it yeah, you yeah. bring them with there you there was the core yeah. adventure game that I was so they would also fun. like they would randomly just send reggie over one day yeah, 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 yeah. And stuff and, like that and like and to your some house. of the game designers yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, miyamoto would be he'd be like yeah. hey i'm here today how are you doing nintendo gets bored with things that other others copy right like the moment microsoft had rare create avatars for the xbox platforms nintendo was like meh bored with me's now Right, like yeah, it, we, and and the same with if you play Soulsborne games, you discover the remnants of other players in you know in your path now, and they leave you messages. And Nintendo did that a lot with memes, right? Like on like Mario's yeah. map, you got like messages from Brian on how far he'd gotten. Yeah, it's right, still in Splatoon. Yeah. They've basically but... taken the Miiverse function and stamped so it into Splatoon. It's in there. It's in there. And they did get really scared with Flipnote and like kind of protecting yeah. kids and the oh, stuff people God, were sharing, yeah. and they're struggling with that with Splatoon. So sure. I understand why they dialed back but i loved all that stuff i think the yeah. i think the thing about these weird little things is that they they only it's like it's like what what brian was saying like these, these things only exist when you have like these weird designs of some yeah. kind like you only have something like street pass when you have something that you can carry around in your pocket mm -hmm. uh you only have meverse when you have these weird limitations around messages right like yeah. it's not you, you can't just write a, you can't just write a tweet in Meverse like you have you have this little drawing pad or you have like a very short text note that you can put like they put specific limitations that are very weird or unusual you have two screens you have 3D you have mm -hmm. a touch screen and then yeah you can't play I don't know like Call of Duty well right. maybe one right. day you can on you know a Wii U yep. uh, but you can make really weird stuff and it attracts developers who want to make weird things within those limitations yeah. and you end up with some absolutely genius design as a result and I I it's, think I think the Switch has kind of gravitated a little bit away from that, understandably so, without bringing the power and the oomph to get those those big games on it. It's, so it's kind yeah, of it's, making a compromise. It's, it's but, bells yeah. and whistles, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're, it's it's mm. not the it's it's not the core selling point of the platform. It is not uh, integral to the core experience. It's not why most people are there, but it's cool additive features that are on top of something you're already really digging and using every single day. And I feel like like you, you like you said, pair uh, they they opted for like a ultra 
the hyper minimalist OS, very mm-hmm. bare bones this generation. And I think early on it worked in its favor. It didn't feel bloated. It was snappy. It didn't feel like it was full of feature creep and unnecessary n- nonsense that no one touched. But the later the generation got, the more I was kind of like, I miss those weird little bells and whistles because I think that that as a Nintendo fan, that's you're coming to the table for the games and the and the platforms, the experiences. But also there's little things like that that add up, like where you look down one day and you're like, oh, I got a puzzle piece. And it's, oh, it's a 3D puzzle mm-hmm. of yeah. all the yeah. Pikmin hanging out, like eating a fruit. <laughs> Great. Cool. Nice little you know thing on top. <laughs> They've been surprisingly um, uh, averse to playing around with the, the the fact that your switch can be expanded with different control options, right? Yeah, we obviously, yeah we, I, we we've thought. got we've got like the NES controllers and stuff like that, but like what you were talking about, like sometimes that they impose a limitation or they allow for cartridges to be expanded with a sun sensor or something, right? Like yeah. that got creative minds thinking and making really unique software. I would love it if, you know, there were some special like Joy-Con concepts that would, you know, maybe there's one just custom designed for a racing game because yep. the, yeah. they, uh, the triggers they did with, don't cut it. Like in. the Wii yep. when they had all yeah. those different like Wii controllers and attachments and things. And I think... I think there was maybe a little bit of pushback against that, right? Because I remember when those we, were ridiculous. When we were, when we were cleaning out like houses a few years ago, we just found this massive like crate of random wee weird shaped controllers and attachments that were oh, gathering yeah. dust. Everybody's grandma. Yeah. 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 Like we had like three wee balance boards stacked on top yep. of each other. Just, there was there was always crazy. like crazy at the at the at the height not the height of the the wee. Uh, peak in popularity but a few years later when people like who don't care about any of the things we're talking about but have a lot of money <laughs> decided to get involved he oh. would go to e3 and there'd be a booth of a guy who's like oh we got the uh the we uh, uh uh lawnmower we Fish got the we fit yeah well, which is all this crap you this dr- remember you draw like the yeah. uh, t- that, yeah. the yeah. thing that broke thq's mm-hmm. back where they're like hey you've got this console that has a touch screen and you can draw on it but how about there's a tablet that you <laughs> yeah. buy yeah and right? so like they're yeah I, I want like to give Nintendo a little bit of credit this generation. Um, there, there are some things like there, there was a you know when one two switch first launched right when we you and I were at a preview event and we were like, this is this is going to be a whole thing like yeah. counting how many marbles are inside this controller and you know like the, the HD rumble and all that stuff and then they tried sort of like spatial awareness recognition with multiple switches and Mario Party right like you could lay yeah, them out yeah, yeah. and like a character from what walk to one screen to another. They did Labo where they're like, hey, your your Joy Cons are now part of a vr headset or yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a fishing kit or something ring fit adventure, ring fit adventure. You can, like like yeah. check your pulse on the little yeah. thing yeah. Uh, and the the squeezing on the pilates yep. ring like that's all examples of this so that they, was a huge hit i'm actually surprised we didn't yeah get i played it this morning yeah. wow i so nice. i don't i don't want to make it sound like nintendo didn't yeah. make any efforts this generation to be weird but i think like none of those were really truly built into the os as like yeah. a daily part totally. of the experience right they're all sort of optional through software and so i do hope that like next time around they they go yeah this is you know your system is a toy itself yeah. it's yeah. not just a a vessel to 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 reach other forms of entertainment it's this this there's this there's like a playful nature to the actual os experience so too all of the all of the updates to the os have been utilitarian right yeah. like folders and like just kind of steps forward to, to improve like quality of life improvements they call them right and, yeah and n- not nothing in the os has been focused on fun which is really i mean not even very th- un-nintendo even you, you said the, there's sure. there's two themes black and white yeah. and like every time there's an update we're all like this is the one they're gonna add purple or something. sometimes i 
open up my 2DS like because I've got you know a game somewhere yeah. that I like yeah. someone recently gave me a copy of Pokemon Conquest that I'm gonna try to yeah. pick back up but oh, every time killer. I open it I, I have this theme on it that's it's just covered in Kirby's and yeah. it's pink and it's fun oh. and there's Kirby music yep. playing and I'm like oh right I have this this is so adorable I love this it's, it's yeah. personal the meta, yeah. it's it's the meta of like kind of platform ownership it used to be in the old days with DS and, and so forth where you had a little had a little ring here mm-hmm. and you could attach things to it that dangle yeah. from the machine right yeah. like that was a big thing to personalize and the, the switch kind of ignores all of that in favor of just joy-con right i, I like um taking my 3ds out of a drawer and opening it up and looking at it because it feels like finding like a a notebook i had a couple years ago mm-hmm. yeah. you know there's a bunch yes of, yeah there's like stickers on it and sketches yeah, and like yeah. sti- i have actual stickers on mine. you know well, and i'm like looking at all the games i have downloaded and i'm like oh i made folders for all my original game boy games and my game boy color games mm-hmm. and like I, all the you know all the uh virtual console games that i had and organized and like i built entire mario levels using like the you know sprites and stuff like that around them yeah. so it looks like you know luigi is like uppercutting a whole folder full of games like that's a that's fun that's that's yeah. to me that's like such a cool part yeah. of the experience it's not make it or break it i think it's not like the the biggest oh, selling point baby. but it's a nice thing to power have glove. right the power glove oh my yeah. god that's what we need that's maybe, weird nintendo that's classic weird nintendo maybe they should do what all the, the car manufacturers are doing with the concept cars where the outside of the console can change its color and display patterns and stuff then, it would cost about nine thousand dollars think about how much money they, yeah. they wouldn't get from you though pair I, mean, yeah. you, I could just change my joy if you had joy cons that change colors you yeah. would have only had two joy cons and you wouldn't have unlimited power i wish they would do more i mean this is like getting very just sort of tangential but i actually i do wish they would do more with like they, they have like various themed switches but I, I I bought an Animal Crossing Switch last year, but before that, I had just a basic launch Switch. Yeah. And I could I could mm-hmm. buy more Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons are mad expensive. I don't need more Joy-Cons. Why would I buy more uh, until they start drifting? So there really wasn't any good way to customize it. And meanwhile, I'm watching this parade of cool, like, new Switch models coming yeah. out with different designs on them. And I'm like, wow. Remember faceplates? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where oh. I'm going with this. I wish I there were more ways to customize the outside of it. Like, I would pay, you know, 20, 30, maybe even probably not up to 40 bucks but I'm, i would pay like some money for something to put on 39, the outside 39 right, 90 yeah, i honestly think I, so I'll, I'll say this i'm not wild about uh the switch limited edition designs in general i think they're hyper reserved compared they to are. they are they super are yeah i mean like you've got some colored joy cons and then you you know and then maybe they put like a little icon in the corner or there's like a faded print on the back mm-hmm. and yeah. then the dock itself yeah. is usually not nothing like too over the top like nintendo historically has done stuff where they're like you know this looks like an nes controller or like this is completely gold zelda themed and stuff Remember like that let's get console... a switch with a 3d pikachu sticking oh, yeah. out yeah. of it yeah, yeah. Like, no seriously Remember like, when, like, like every that. console or controller had a version that was just this hideous mustard color for yep. some reason yep <laughs> great <laughs> i mean what what was the the 3ds models that had um swappable face plates on them and you know yes yeah yeah, yeah. my Kids have those. The micro, yeah, and like the GBA the micro has face plates yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I Bring, re- that, last year I bought a wooden one for it. Bring it back the see-through stuff like we had on the Game Boy Color. Yes, we want and, translucent. Yeah. I've said this 19, on this podcast before. Yeah, but, to come back. So you just want Please, you don't want anything changed about the switch. You just want it to be see-through. So that's the next. Yeah, one. That, next sure. Switch. <laughs> that's the point. More there transparency. Right. I mean, I think the the two takeaways that I get from this discussion is that we all want Nintendo to just get a little weird, yeah. silly, like a little fun, silly. like bring 
Uh, I mean, the Switch is, you know, enormously fun. The games are fantastic. Mm -hmm. There's probably as many crappy games as there were on the Wii, and that's the sign of a successful console. But yeah, I I agree that that little bit of weirdness, that little bit of experimentation, the personality is missing. I, I agree. I would love to see that in the switches. Um, follow up. Also, uh, I'm going to recommend, uh, Brian, based on what you were saying, everybody just go to your drawer where your three DS is. Just pull it out. Yeah. Plug it in. Check it out. See how, see how it feels. Play it's, Link it's Between fun. Worlds. I forgot. Yeah. Huh. Play Link Between Worlds. The vast Play... majority of those virtual console games that you're complaining have not shown up on Nintendo Switch Online yet are probably still on your 2DS or 3DS somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you have, probably bought them. You have about times. two or three hours to buy them all before Nintendo shuts those shops down. So <laughs> get, hop shut to down. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I When I opened up mine, I forgot I had that Mega Man theme from like the Mega Man Anniversary yes. Collection. And it's just, it's so wonderful. It's, and, it and looks lovely. like the, it looks like the scribblings of a madman in a prison cell though, right? Like I, I turned on my 3DS. I'm like, oh my God, what was I doing? I know. I know. <laughs> it's a darker it's like, time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just dig them out. And if you're going to be at PAX East, bring, bring your 3DS to PAX East. And turn on Street Pass, and we'll make that a big thing. Because I'm going to be there, like, on Saturday, probably. Because I can just drive down yeah. and drive back. I was, hey, uh... do you want to know? Oh, sorry. No, Reb, please. I was I was looking into some, like, community stuff a couple of days ago just to see what what weird Nintendo community stories were out there. And uh, I saw there there's, a, there's somebody who, in October of last year, decided they really wanted to try and start slash revive slash rebuild a street pass community in the Bay area. Uh, and they, they were like trying to get a discord server going and they were trying to get Aww. a street. They, they announced like there was going to be a meetup in October. I have no idea how that went. So well, shout people, out. People were poisonous. So probably nobody wanted to meet. Right. That's <laughs> they, true. Well, shout out to the Bay, to the people trying to keep Bay area street pass alive. That's Godspeed amazing. folks. Yes, indeed. It's a, uh, it's a, a feature that surprisingly was not asked for by our audience. Uh, we ran a poll on the front page of IGN.com. Mm-hmm. That's the website you can visit. It has all kinds of cool stuff on it. The poll asked, what do you want to see most in the next uh, Nintendo console? And overwhelmingly, with 36.2% of the vote, people want more horsepower. Sure. I think that's probably uh, a pretty safe that. Two yeah. opponents. We're going to have a, a console game. that's more powerful. <laughs> you say that? Which I would argue well, the Wii was not that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is. Yeah. But Wii was a little more powerful. Marginally. You really had to like pop the trunk and like pull out some engine parts to find <laughs> it's, it. It's such a difficult sure. dance yeah. that they have to do, right? Because you need, in order to be a financially successful and functional system, you need to have a system that a game developer who puts their games on every system can make a thing for PlayStation five, Xbox series, whatever PC and your Nintendo thing. Like they have to be like, you want, you don't want every developer looking at this prospect and going, well, I guess we can't make a game for the switch. Cause it's just not powerful enough. There's always going to be like a handful of exceptions and there's always going to be the console exclusives, but you can't have that being a deal breaker for the vast majority of people. And I, I think increasingly, uh, people are sort of seeing that the switch is kind of falling behind, uh, 
See, not not it's, yeah. it, it's always been a little bit behind, but it's falling behind enough. I think that people are really starting to see it struggle. And yeah, so and I I get yeah. it. Like no, it, it matters. Good. And the stance isn't that you can't make great games on the Switch and that games on the Switch can't look great. They're, right, they're absolutely. But it takes more effort, and like a lot of indie devs don't have the time to spend as much time. And like when Unity Engine games are not running smoothly on the Switch, like we're yeah. you know we're running into more and more trouble. Like that. yeah, and I mean, we don't when, get the creative experiences in the end. Then. When you're getting technical issues with with triple a first party games i mean even like uh, Link's awakening right favorite mm-hmm. game of all time has yeah, yeah which has been out for a long yeah time. it's been out for a couple of years frame rate issues never got patched you know they were there day one um bayonetta had some stuff recently pokemon scarlet and violet mm. yeah uh, i'm i'm I, I i imagine tears of the kingdom will you know probably show its age here and there i, I obviously that's going to be one that they're going to do everything they can to, to make run yes. as, as well as possible yeah but uh, like i'm i'm less i'm i'm less inclined to think that like a, a a Nintendo console success is kind of make it or break it dependent on its parity with the other next gen consoles, right. but it does help to kind of bring in some of that conversation to, to miss every single big third party game. I think could be an issue in, in the grander scheme. Nintendo's the only company that can make it. So it's not so much of an issue. It doesn't um, need to be the yeah. best. It needs to be good enough. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, like they have to, they have to do a thing where they hit a price point that makes sense for children, which is a big part of their demographic okay. and parents who want to buy stuff for children. Um, and man children and, like myself. And man children like like <laughs> mm-hmm. like like me as well. A big a big old man maybe. <laughs> and uh, I think it's important to get all that uh, under the hood, but also like there's chip shortages now and yeah. you know sh- yes. shipping costs and inflation and and so like there's there's a lot of factors that go in to, 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 that that would probably lead you to think that maybe they won't make it super powerful. Maybe they won't make it the yeah. most, you know, well, technically capable thing. <laughs> I have a, a little bit of a conspiracy theory or Ooh. a hot take or what you want to say, but I, I get the feeling that the pandemic and the, and the chip shortages and the, the, you know, the complete collapse of the worldwide logistical system, I think that might have helped Nintendo in the long run. Yeah. 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 Because Absolutely. I think had we had Nintendo been able to put out the rumored switch pro or even a console, uh, I think the steam deck would have come out later and made it look kind of silly. Now that we have the Steam Deck and we see what is possible in a handheld, now granted the Steam Deck has a lot of limitations that we probably won't see. It's, you know, it's like battery's not great. It's you know, it's it's like the the thickness of a of a six inch Subway sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the fact that the Steam Deck came out first means that we are going to get a better Nintendo console than we might otherwise have yeah. Yeah. It, uh, never come out in the first And by the way, so. the chip shortages helped Nintendo be number one in the market, right? Like PlayStation 5, true. The, the hunger for PlayStation 5 is real. Like people yeah. want oh, yeah. that thing. Yeah. There are people who are very frustrated who don't, don't want to pay scalpers to buy one. And the moment we actually had PS5s available in stores, they sold, right? Mm-hmm. And like, then yep. PlayStation 5 is... In the in the next year, we'll see every month the PS5 will outsell the right. Switch, yes. right? Except for a Zelda launch month and when when the new big Pokemon or something comes out. So right. yeah, there's yeah. a I mean there's a market saturation there too, right? Like we all own one or two of them by now, you yeah. know. Like some of us traded in the original model for the red box model mm-hmm. for the. Uh, 
uh, OLED and then maybe got a switch light on the side. But I will say like in terms of Steam Deck, like I don't, I, I love that machine. I don't think it really poses a threat to anything or anyone. No. Although it does, it does show me that you know the what the capability of handhelds are when it comes yep. to like I have a four year old at home. I don't hand her my Steam Deck because right. I'm like, no, oh, God no. weighs the same amount. I don't as yeah. hand my because the Steam Deck is Steam yeah, deck. this no, enormous. Yeah, whereas I'll, I'll I'll give my kid my Switch to play uh, all the time, and it's you know yeah, and I'm like if you drop it, like I have other Joy Cons, it's okay. There's there's a modular aspect to that that you know she she cracked the OLEDs basically the the day I handed it to her. Wow. Um, Sharp, but I, I was like little Altano. I know, goodness. right? I was like, no, she just drop it on the floor. I was like, thanks, cool. Oh. <laughs> um, she puts it in the dock backwards. It's funny. Uh, but so the, I, I just wouldn't hand her like a $700 handheld no. with like a terabyte no. SD the card. Kill a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair enough. You know, that I'm also yep. like, you could, you could hop in there and push button wrong and like <laughs> download like a 600 gigabyte update to a game file. I didn't know existed. There's a, like, there's a lot of nonsense that comes with that. Oh but. yeah. Curious, Seth, what, what were the, uh, the other poll like front oh, yeah, runners? This is a poll. Yeah. I'm glad you asked pair. I was just about to get the number two most requested, uh, feature would be backwards compatibility. 28.2. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Followed by 4k resolution at yeah, 21. Sure. I don't really care about 4k resolution yeah. in my nintendo console but that's that's fine i think with more horsepower i think those two sort of i'm afraid together i love i love 4k content but i will always pick frame frame rate over yeah, resolution I'll, I'll take it as an option in docked setting yes. uh, consider uh, you know yes uh, assuming sure. that's a, still a thing that we're doing with the next yep. switch but it's not mandatory on a handheld i think the oled screen is though they they spoiled me on that yeah. like that, mm. yeah that is a real real nice screen yeah it's uh and I, I feel like every game that Nintendo puts out now is designed to like really show off to pop, how yeah. beautiful and bright. Yeah, it is. But after 4K resolution, people wanted better online support. Oh, gosh. They yeah. want a continuation of the hybrid design, which I find very unusual. I expected that would have been higher, but people don't, don't seem to care. Uh, number six was something else. And at the very, very bottom with 0.7%, the return of Street Pass. Yeah. So not... <laughs> hey, by the Sorry. way, you, glad we had our fingers Brian, on the pulse you, there. <laughs> you mentioned in the dock. I actually, <laughs> actually think one differentiator for the next switch uh, to the current one could be that the the dock becomes more invisible. Yeah. Right. Like they they had the dock to make you remember. Oh, this is not a Game Boy. This is not a DS. It's a console, mm -hmm. and it looked like a console sitting in the dock. They probably don't need that now anymore that the Switch brand is established. And like having a travel sized dock that you can take with you. Yeah, it's just a tiny little thing that you plug your switch in. That might be a nice next gen differentiator. Yeah, I think they. I mean, to me that 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 functions as sort of, and you just kind of kind of hinted at it. Is like there is that sort of cathartic like click. I'm yeah. taking and putting in, which yeah. is less than just like I got to plug my phone in at the end of the night yeah, by my yeah, bed. Yeah. And I'm tired. No, for sure. you know? So it, I I feel you. I don't think it's necessarily like I don't. You don't th need that big rectangular box with you know it's all black it's in like the front. Just a little pin. Yeah, just something that kind of pops in would be cool. I do have a question for you all. So on the the mm -hmm. not a lot of people thinking the hybrid design was important. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many people. So I know obviously a lot of people play in handheld and a lot of people play docked. I wonder how many people play both like on the regular because I almost exclusively play docked. I take it out. Oh, interesting. I take Same. it out for handheld whenever I need to do a review and just make sure the handheld is functioning. Or I actually played handheld for like the first time in months. Uh, over the Christmas break because I was playing Mario Kart with my siblings and we didn't yep. have a dock on us, so we just played like that. But I, I very rarely switch. So when I'm thinking about hybrid design, 
the hybrid design doesn't matter to me, but I, but it's weird because like, I, I love the 3DS and I played the handheld all the time, but now that I have a thing yeah. that is handheld or docked, I mm -hmm. only ever play docked. So I'm, I'm almost I'm, entirely 50, 50, honestly. Interesting. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm 50, 50 yeah. too. I'm oh, okay. well, maybe. I will constantly grab it and play something on the couch and then in, stick it back in and play something on the TV. Maybe I'm the weirdo. The, um, and it also like depends on the no. games too. Like Animal Crossing didn't feel like a TV game for me. It really? felt like a yeah. curl up on the couch handheld game for oh, me. I, I would that. play outside in the garden. Yeah. You yeah. Um, I did play Animal Crossing uh, handheld uh, in a uh, in an off the grid cabin in Colorado for three days. That there was you great. Go. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I, when the Switch first came out uh, and I was obsessed with Breath of the Wild, I used it in handheld mode like all the time right but not really because i would just set the the screen down and detach the joy con and this was back when i was uh the freelancer on the weekends and i was in charge of the home page so i would re you know do what i need to do for the home page and i'd play zelda for a little bit and then i'd go back and i'd do the next thing i needed to you hear this this guy was playing video now, games instead of working did we, did, we pay, did we pay you for the hours that you were slacking off he just did a crime just oh. said a whole crime yeah, uh, it was uh, playing video I think games I have it on ign tape. i'm just kidding yeah. no one at ign plays yeah, video Seth, games we're, we're gonna ask for that money back <laughs> well there was that like oh i mean there was a the thing like to be totally honest like the switch had a ton of momentum in terms of being this kind of like you know modular you know it's a it's Those console commercials where it's in the tv and you take it out and take it to your rooftop party yeah. next door and, and then yeah. we and totally then, did that we, we laughed at that commercial we and it. then we did it yep. and we did it and then we had a pandemic and i didn't really travel for a long there was a long yeah, time where yeah, i would yeah. be like i'm playing on my tv i'm gonna grab my switch throw out my backpack and i'm gonna go on the road for a few days i'm gonna go do e3 yeah. or comic-con or gamescom we're you know we're flying all the time for work and then i just stopped doing that for a while and then it was sort of like what is this machine to me right now, right? Because right now it's kind of an underpowered console, but or a handheld I don't really need to play because I'm not really traveling. And then eventually I got back in the groove of being like, handhelds aren't just travel. They're you curl up on the couch and you know you play them in bed and stuff like that. And you know you know maybe you bring them somewhere like you you go to a restaurant or lunch or you're at the, a park or something and you bring your switch. Maybe you Happens take them and play them at work, pair. Yeah, maybe you take it and leave it on your desk at work instead of doing your damn job for <laughs> once in your adult life. <laughs> Um, yeah, anec anecdotally, yeah. I noticed that most of the people who were like pandemic switch adopters, you know, people who probably wouldn't have gotten the switch if they weren't like stuck at home. Yeah. Almost all of them overwhelmingly were uh, using it in undocked mode, yeah. using it handheld. Mm. But that's just, you know, the, Interesting. the people I that I know. I think, I think there are, I mean, you got to also recognize there are a lot of people who don't have three consoles and a PC or a game, yeah. you know, yeah, a, yeah. a Steam Deck what? at home. And so for, for a lot of people, Casuals. this is the handheld. This is the continuation of yep. the DS and the GBA and all of that. And yeah, yeah that's, that's great. I love them for that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never take my PlayStation Five with me. No, never. No, I. You know, the GameCube had the little lunchbox handle. The PS Five, like oh, when yeah. you pick it up, I feel like the wings fall off. It's like a fucking butterfly <laughs> or something. I'm terrified to touch my <laughs> PS Five. Yeah. Like I'm just worried I'll break something. Something's gonna happen to it. Yeah, it's like getting it you on that. Be able to replace getting it. Getting on that no. stand is like a, a a video game in itself. Yeah, no. It's like art art of the balance. <laughs> Or wasn't wasn't expecting you to drop an f bomb about the PS5 under a sticker of Tom no, Nook hey, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <man. laughs> it's your company. <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of dropping f bombs, I went to Twitter where there are many of those wow. and asked what the Twitter peoples who follow okay. the IGN uh, 
excuse me, who follow NBC podcast want. And I uh, got a lot of replies. Unfortunately, I won't be able to read them all, but you can go check out the thread NBC podcast uh, at NBC podcast uh, at VG museum. One says, I want the same form factor, no gimmicks, more power. Wow. Which is exactly how they spelled it. That's not just me with my accent. Keep the fast UI menus, detailed play history themes, and next-gen Metroid Prime 4. This person just wants I a have... PS5 that can play Metroid, which, fair. Yeah. But... Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I have some, some good news for you, VG Museum 1. I have a really good feeling that Metroid Prime 4 is a next-gen game at this point. <laughs> so you can look out for that one. I don't think that game's coming to Switch. Oh, man. I think that's coming wow. to whatever the next... Switch to it's you are making Switch some to the super every, Nintendo Switch. every podcast. The oh my god, people podcast, got so mad! You have like made all the so Lion King defenders predictions showed up in the comments. What for the game? Lion King defenders? No, he, he when he I said that talks. Mario was going to be bigger than Lion King, it makes people really upset. The bad say it again. Not the great Lion say it again. King. Oh, the live action Lion yeah. Mario movie is going to be bigger than the, than the Lion the King. The live action factor Lion of 10. It's going to, I think the Mario movie is going to be the biggest movie ever. All this oh my fun. god this is fun. stop it it'll get <laughs> tell okay, him to stop it this is fun i'm being a little silly it'll get better video games at the very least we can yes. all admit that right yeah. the lion king yeah. video game yeah. terrible <laughs> what what pain so hard like it's it. so hard it's unnecessarily I difficult it. i still liked it yeah i don't know great game though, I, but, I mean the music and the graphics but the game itself is not fun to play you can make it to the elephant graveyard and that was it there's no game after that it's just a collection of ones and zeros in, in assembly code that's right nobody's ever seen it um i like that vg museum said no gimmicks and it reminded me of a time where and there was like 10 years where anytime anybody did anything non-traditional in the video gaming space it was immediately labeled as a gimmick i'm wearing a metroid yep. shirt um it glows in the dark which always <laughs> scares cool me shirt. At like it's 3 very yeah. thank you um so like that's that was that was thanks guys that was, that was <laughs> no i wanted to know what it said in, let's go throw rocks at the train until it falls off the track hell yes <laughs> um yes so ba basically anytime nintendo did anything that was non-traditional people were like gimmick and i think that that yep. became a, a weird kind of bad word mm. but i don't necessarily think that like um you know, uh, controllers that switch off or a console that's also a handheld or a touchscreen is a gimmick, you know? Like, yeah. sometimes yeah. those things can be. Sometimes those things don't really get used very often, like the, you know, milking the thing in one, two, switch. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. my God. But there are other times where I think that, like, that just becomes something where we look at, like, like Rumble was a gimmick at first, and yeah. now you can't imagine yeah. gaming without it, right? Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I let's not close the door on gimmicks entirely. I love yes. gimmicks. When I was a kid, there was a magazine in Germany. It was called Ips YPS with gimmick, and every magazine had something packed in that you had to build. Like it, it was like a periscope oh, that lets cool. you spy on right. people around the corner, Aww. or little little beans that had butterfly babies in it and stuff, or like oh, plants cool. that would come back to life. It was cool. I saw I love gimmicks when we were in Germany for Gamescom last year. I saw a lot of stuff like that where it was like it was this magazine that if you bought. Uh, an issue every week in a row and the magazines were like the size of posters um and they all came with a little piece of uh a model kit for uh the car from knight rider okay oh, yeah, what? yeah we do love hasselhoff they just got that show yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, there. it's brand um, new. So they're really yeah. excited. And so no, you buy the you buy it six weeks in a row, and you would get like you'd be like, aha, I got the the hubcaps so this man. week. Oh. And by, oh my gosh! By the end, you have six issues of Night Rider magazine, the size of a poster, and a little car. Japan and Europe are much oh. more creative with their printed materials. I'll say that here. Yeah. Step it up, I America. Am, though, no, you can't. Yeah, be. I was in the mm. the store yesterday looking at the magazine rack that is about the size mm. of yep. you know my arms extended, and I remember when it used to be a whole aisle, and I, I wept. I used to love love magazines. So sad. Yeah. So okay. new the new magazine is Twitter. No, it's no, not. thank you. But <laughs> back to the Twitter replies at Blitz two three N Z says. Maybe extra hardware in dock that allows higher performance uh, or the ability to dual screen it where you can connect it wirelessly to dock and have TV and handheld screens available. This was a kind of a running theme. A lot of people said that they wanted uh, the dock to sort of give the extra power or they want some sort of wireless two screen um, solution, which I think would be awesome because that was the best part of the Wii U. It was it was having all that. (laughs) I mean, yes, yeah, it was the best part. like Star Fox. Yeah, and... like I mean, that I, I think I loved the I loved it conceptually, but like in actual execution, it was pretty cumbersome a lot. It was it was like when it worked, you would go, well, that's just like the DS, and like yeah. I don't need the Nintendo Wii U for it. Nintendo Land, Nintendo Land, that's the one. So good. It's not the one. That's there's another one. Yes, that I agree. Mario Nintendo Land. Chase game where one person yes. was like the it's little beautiful. guy and you yeah. ran and you mm-hmm. hid and everybody else could see the TV. That, but we, but, great. But we could still do it if there was a broadcast to TV function. And, yeah, so you know, just, yeah. yeah. Give me that. Yeah, but what, the, what's the other one? Wind Waker HD. You had your map and your, uh, oh, your yeah. uh, inventory screen. All, you know, that was we, the one that doesn't popped have to be. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like the Wii U. It could be like the DS3. No, that's, yeah. 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 Where there, yeah. You know, that has I, all that interesting and good stuff on your handheld or your excuse me one screen and yes pair there was no there was an underrated game from ubisoft called zombie u it got yes. ported mm, to yeah. as zombie just oh for God. the eye yeah. later which is you know it's an old ubisoft franchise and that. that game wow, actually that used quick. the second screen yeah. as a proxy for looking away from the world when you're checking your bag yes. you're looking down at your screen and that was a really really brilliant idea so smart very yeah. underappreciated but like there were clever you know there were lots of clever solutions and experiments around that second screen but ultimately I think people always walked away and said, that was cool. I don't need it. There was the original like kind of debut video for the Wii U showed all this stuff that was like, there was, um, you remember there was like a golf ball mm-hmm. on the gr- yeah. and you put the, <laughs> yeah. the you gamepad on the floor and then you would stand over it with a golf club. Um, Smash it. They had like you're flicking ninja stars at your TV and stuff like that. Yeah. And like some of that stuff kind of made it into into video games and a lot of it kind of didn't. It was yeah. it was mostly kind of skipped over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, we also had uh, TV VII, yeah. which nobody used, but I. I still set it up anyway because I was so excited about my Wii U. I remember me and nobody. Else. I watched the like I, I remember watching movies like through the Amazon Prime Video app. Oh, and it would give yes. you like the IMDb pop-ups when somebody a character was on screen. Yeah, yeah it would show you the actor and their name and so stuff that they've worked on. The, the Wii U and Nintendo was really clever with you know developing kind of solutions that brought pieces from the World Wide Web that weren't fun to your TV screen. Mm-hmm. You know, at a time when really TVs didn't have all these solutions built in, and it's. 
it, it just had a sort of Damocles hanging over the console because all of that stuff would be rendered obsolete by Samsung making some small tweaks to its line of televisions, you right? And so you, you just didn't need a newsreader on your console or no. a map or weather report or any of this stuff or polls. You remember that we right? use Zelda we never got? Yeah. Did you yeah. play the demo of that at E3? I did. I did too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Fought that spider? Yeah. Never no game way. never came oh, out. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well, fought that I spider hope. adjusted the camera angle on me <laughs> fighting the spider, right? But yeah. I do. I it still looks Wii really U. cool. Good old Wii yeah. U. It's sad yeah. to think that that game demo will never because it's Nintendo like it's, it's not going to like nothing. leak out yeah. or just appear ever. That'd right? be really so fun for like an Atari 50 collection to have all that stuff in there, right? Like a yeah. like a Nintendo history thing. That is a great collection, yeah, by the way. Also, good. incredibly yeah, well done. Yeah, don't don't sleep on that. If you're if you are looking for an awesome, cl- I actually was a little hesitant because I'm not that keen on like Atari 2600 games. Nobody then, is. They're bad games. Yeah, they're bad <laughs> games. But then I think Hair. It was either you or maybe it's it was Sam. Sam who was like, "No, you actually really need to like play this. You'll you'll dig it a lot." This, and I did. Do you know about this, Reb? So. The Atari 50 collection do i know about a bunch of old games that are supposedly bad no well so yes <laughs> well the collection but it's the collection that makes the it. way the the way the games are presented are basically in this in, interactive visual timeline that shows you behind the scenes documentary stuff oh, that's cool. and videos making up yeah. stuff about how how the game came to be and then the game pops up and you can play it oh, so it's a okay. bunch of like yep. footage of like people talking about like here's how we designed de- designed this game here's how we decided what oh, to do yeah, with it some and remakes so, like, yeah atari as a source yeah. material is not super fascinating to me but like game dev is and oh, so yeah, yeah. if this uh sort of uh the, the rubric was applied to something that i really cared about like the nes or the game boy yeah I, it would yeah. be they one of my Air favorite world. things in the world they made sword quest air world which is just for this game which is Bananas. That was it is so good. Sword Quest just That's if, cool, if yeah. we may be permitted a short detour, right? Like Sword Quest was supposed to be a three game arc where you would win a lot of money by playing through these games. It was like it was a video game series and a competition in one, hmm. and it got canceled after the first two games, so it was never finished. I can't imagine. And why. the third game was announced and promoted, and it was <laughs> like you know it, it was meant to be in the air, never released, and then they just made it for this collection. Wow. Like yes. they. So just cool. made the game as if it was released back then it's just yep. it's such a no it's what a what a amazing. labor of love what, what an absolute gem of a classic collection and That's it cool. has some great four-player game remakes in it that will bring down any party that rules everyone mm-hmm. should check it out mm-hmm. it's uh, it's like if, if museums were fun museums mm-hmm. are fun museum. i know Get i love going culture. to museum <laughs> hey hey reb speaking of culture <laughs> oh god uh, you brought something to get people a little spirited, uh, if I'm not mistaken. This is a horrible um, idea. <laughs> I don't think it's a horrible idea at all. In fact, why don't you walk us through what is happening right now? What is it, What is in your satchel? So I have with me the Legends Cookbook. Ooh. And it's looking really gnarly because I was making a, a, di- a completely it. unrelated dish the other night and accidentally soaked it in water. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to. Oh. Here, you, yeah, you take that. Well, you, uh, the Legends here. Cookbook you refers to what? Uh, what legends specifically? Uh, the Legend of Zelda. Sorry, I have glasses on the floor. Uh, like Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's so wet. Yeah, well, because it got so, it's just water, but I I had a Not bowl land. of lentils that overflowed and completely mm. soaked it, uh, and I have uh, I've been trying to dry it, but it happened like yesterday, and it's ooh, still lentils of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, chew jelly. <laughs> Yeah, you, I just bought a bunch of stuff. Uh, I actually got a little mad at you for that because it was so good. <laughs> he said the lentils of Zelda. Did you hear that? Oh no, I didn't hear that. 
That's a, that's a good joke. I don't know. Maybe I should have taken the labels off these first. Now I feel like maybe I'm going to get in oh, trouble. Oh, yeah. Spin them around. Uh, so if you're uh, listening to the show, can I, can, I, can I reveal some of the ingredients you put out here? Oh, yeah. You, ex- do, explain yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, Walk us through I don't know if I can, but the, what I see so far uh, is Pop Rocks. Yes. Um, which, if you're an 80s baby, you might remember are like little... Uh, shard shaped candies that you put in your mouth and they killed Mikey from the life cereal commercial I had to order them off Amazon because you cannot find them anywhere I went to like four different stores like a dollar store I went to a 7-Eleven a couple grocery stores trying to find Pop Rocks nobody has Pop Rocks I think some people got together and they're like children don't need exploding sand too many people died eat Um, and Reb also has uh, Jones Soda which I every time I see that label I get scared because they make they're like hey you guys like turkey turkey. what if you could drink it's the so most colorful soda. Yeah. It's green apple soda. So That's if okay. you like imagine the brightest color green you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, It is the color yes. of the uh, N64. Uh, oh, yeah. The translucent the green one. N64. Yeah, no, yep. totally. Okay, now Reb is adding rum, you know, just <laughs> oh. like in Zelda, right, guys? <laughs> yep. so, so what I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm, I cook through cookbooks, which I talked about on the show before. Uh, and I've been cooking through the Legends cookbook and trying to make every recipe. And the other day I made something, you hold this up here, called a fairy bomb, uh, which is a, which is a, a drink, uh, that involves these things. Okay. Uh, and I'm making a mess on the counter now. That's uh, fine. the ingredients of this drink are, you know, kind of, you know, they're fine. It's gonna be fine. But the main thing is that I've also, I've brought these pop rocks and I've also brought edible glitter. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Edible glitter. Yeah, that's edible glitter right there. Gold pearl edition. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we are going to make a fairy bomb so that everybody can have a little fairy bomb. You guys remember that um, Zelda game where Link (laughs) gets day drunk and then passes out at like 3.30 and doesn't get anything done for the rest of the day? Yeah. I love that. That's a good one. It's very green right now. Mm -hmm. Doesn't he wake up in Gerudo clothes? Oh, my God. (laughs) So I only have one shot glass, so we can only do this one at a time. But everybody gets a bag of Pop Rocks. Pear, would you like to go first? Well, well, what am am I supposed to do? Will you pass him one of these glasses? Yeah, give me one of these glasses. Oh, wow. Well, this bag of Pop Rocks, I got them off Amazon. This one is, like, solidified, so... Happy noon on a Thursday, okay. <laughs> uh, 12 days into the year. I there. asked them both, like, 20 times if I was allowed to do this. <laughs> but is this going to cause an explosion? Yeah. Whoa, what? Really? Oh. Yeah. Like when, like, Mentos and Coca-Cola type thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it going to be all over the place? Uh, it at home and it was fine it does say watch out in the art which, does it which yeah the art says watch out and there's a plume of smoke Here. coming out of the I'm glass bag under your glass it'll be fine so it's good when your cookbook says watch out <laughs> yeah there's a bananas foster recipe in there i haven't done yet that involves setting a pan on fire oh, i remember ban- bananas Ooh. foster from my right, favorite legendary that. cookbook i unlocked uh, him in donkey kong game. 64 hand, hand him this okay <laughs> so i'm ha- so pear's got this glass of liquid and i'm handing him a shot glass that has strawberry pop rocks and edible glitter in it and he's gonna pour it into Yum. the drink and then have a little sip okay. Okay. are we doing this right now i yeah. would move that switch do it <laughs> oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> just in case uh, just in do case. i do i have to step away from no, the desk too it's gonna be fine. I see. I don't have a concept of how big this explosion is gonna be. It's fine. I did it at home. It's fine. I did something mean to Reb in the last week. No, I don't think. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Go. Oh, that's that's underwhelming. Okay, for those listening, for this listening, here's what it sounds like. But look and so yeah. look inside the glass. You see the edible glitter is like swirling around. It's oh. magical. It's do a fairy bomb. Oh, it is cute. It goes like up and down. It's very cool. Do I drink this That's now or really do I wait till it's it, Oh yeah. It it, well, it, you might inhale some bubbles. 
If you can't hear it at home, imagine the sound of a fish sleeping. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That tastes tastes like rum and pop rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Hand me that shot glass. That's actually not bad. (laughs) I love how just nobody has New Year's resolutions anymore. We're just like, no, why bother? Uh, Hmm. Wait, what about New Year's resolutions? I don't know. I like people people trying to eat healthy. Brian said he wasn't going to eat pop rocks this year. Yeah, that was like a big big conversation I had. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Where did we find this guy? Have we seen footage of the other guy? What is this? That's a bit I did with Greg Miller way back ball. in the day. Oh, that was a great one. What what is this one? Why are you Who a cop? You guys uh, that was a sponsored thing for the National Highway uh, a safety thing. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that doing that. I, I look, it's for a good cause. Don't don't right. um, don't don't drink and drive. Okay. No, All right. So God, it's Brian no, now. Yeah, Brian is trying his Brian. his green morass. To Nintendo fans everywhere, cheers! Thank you for having me back on the show. Uh, <laughs> hey, NBC people. NBC is amazing. amazing. I love this place. I love having you. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to uh, when oh. I come out. <laughs> Just like and uh, Reb makes Water Temple Clams Casino. <laughs> Did you? If you drink too much, you'll turn into the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Reb, that is amazing. <laughs> That's really good. Wait, you really like that? Yeah, that was that's really good. Oh, sick! I did something correct. It's been a while since I've had rum or pop rocks, so throw them all together <laughs> in the same country. Yeah, in the same. Yeah, in the same. Seth, I'm sorry oh, I couldn't oh. help have you partake in this in this delight. Oh, that's all right. I'm like a, I can just I'm, throw a bunch of stuff in my face. Yeah, yeah, Oreos or something. Don't I'm you like, ha- don't you have two liquor stores per inhabitant in Maine anyway? Do you have like, any you, like you sprite can, yes, and <laughs> aquarium gravel you can kind of knock oh around God. in your mouth for a little while? Fact. I'm like a like like ten recipes away from the end of this cookbook. I've been working on it for a couple of years. It's taken longer than I expected. That's wow, awesome. it's really falling apart. Oh wow! Did you take uh, pictures well of loved. each one that you make? Yeah, I have too? a Twitter thread go- going actually. Oh, there you um, go. I think I think the last one I'll probably do. There's a there's a cake in here that mm-hmm. I haven't made yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big like multi layered chocolate cake. Pear actually will specifically love this if I can find it real quick. It's a uh, it's designed like the <laughs> like big a... mountain in Link's Awakening. Oh my Ooh. god! It's like Mount Doom. Oh my so god! So it's just like an egg on top of it. Uh, I I don't think I think the egg is <laughs> optional, but. But the egg is not optional. The egg is not. Okay, no, the egg's not optional. Sorry, uh, this thing's like falling apart. Get a cream so egg. Struggling to. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. It's, well, when you I drink it and you I breathe didn't put in very the. I very much rum uh, in there. Are you? Right? When you drink no, it, that. you do get the little. <gasps> you know. Oh, yeah, because you, it's fizzling. Yeah. Oh, here yeah. it is. Here it is. Volcano cake. You can see. Hmm. Um. Here. I'll oh, I see the one from uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah. For the video. That is beautiful. Ah. That's really cute. It's actually. Yeah. My book is soaked. I'm sorry. I. I. Did not intend that. That's so yeah. cool. That is uh, video game food. Real yep. fun time. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, uh, what is the, the on, on the IGN scale of <laughs> one to ten? Ooh, red bit. It is spitting. With a little, a uh, little bit of a long pour. I didn't even drink any yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. I'm curious. I, I want to know what the the rating is on a scale of one nine to out of ten for me. And, being, oh, and I'm not even nine out of ten. Amazing. I really like it. I'll give it an eight because okay. I needed more booze in it, but I don't want more booze because I still have to work. Yeah, I, I'm not I really mean, like I've got a, a whole bottle yeah, of rum down you there. Do. I'm not really like a do. silly drinks kind of guy. But, but it's this, is, this is a good this is a good time. Yeah, it tastes like it's like drinking a sour candy. Not it's not sour, but like a like a fruit flavored candy. Right. I guess, and you know that's all right. That's okay. Like a Jolly Rancher. I'm yeah, into it. it's a little bit like drinking a Jolly Rancher, but it's like fizzy. Okay. Yeah, so go check out the Legends Cookbook and uh, make this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And next time we'll make lean. Surprise right. your <laughs> surprise your friends, <laughs> but have, have your parents help you hook it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good luck finding the pop rocks. <laughs> uh yeah. 
you can go to amazon.com we'll drop an affiliate link below red just, red just finding as much footage as possible of alcohol and video games oh Drunk man people what what is that. this compilation from that's very nice i, I think it's IGN a custom job it? ig made a montage of of, of people drunk? getting drunk in games that's yeah yeah <laughs> mass effect right. over and Beautiful. over again hey gta had the the most realistic depiction of drunkenness <clears throat> i think in any in any video game but that's not on the oh yeah i guess it is kind of on <laughs> nintendo switch badly but yeah. let's let's visit the meverse and see what's going on here have you been lately what have you been uh up to i've been good since we last spoke you know obviously there, there was a the long holiday break where you know it took some time off and i tried to finish all the games that were lingering in my backlog and i completely failed i did fi finish some oh. big ones like god of war ragnarok took me like 55 hours or something so i've been going wow. back to and I've, I've resumed traveling so i've been going back to some smaller games on my nintendo switch and i've played there was a new pick cross that we didn't talk about you know the the pick cross pick bits versus Uzboros like instant like top selling game how could we game not talk about that, that title, that's all right? anybody is talking um, about it's basically the speedrun version of Picross, super fast games but oh, you can yeah, play co-op right. which makes it really really fun oh, that's cool. it's good i started sports story uh you oh. know if you haven't we haven't talked about it here but um i was a big fan of golf golf story up to a point it ran out of steam for me i was hoping sports story had a little bit more variety to keep me going unfortunately it's not finished. It yeah. came out. It's very buggy. It's got hard crashes. Uh, I like the writing. It's clever. It's fun. It's a lot of fetch quests. It could do with a little bit more sports being front-loaded over the fetch quests. I have hopes that it'll get patched and better. Okay. The core that's there, it's fun. It's just, it's not finished. I don't know what the pressure was to get this game out in December. They did it as a stealth drop as part of Nintendo's little uh, yeah. indie advents calendar. It's a real bummer, but it's um, one of those situations yeah. where I think a lot of a lot of fans were waiting for it because I love Golf Story too, yeah. and I was really stoked for Sports Story. But I, and they, they had they had said repeatedly like, "Hey, it's taking time. It's taking time. Please be patient." And yeah. I I know people were kind of impatient, but I don't think it was a situation where they had to. No. I, I don't. Right. I, maybe, I don't know if there was pressure from some like money person somewhere. But... I, you look. Look. I mean, being an indie dev is tough, right? It like is, you yeah. can only go yeah. so much. You have to pay your rent. You got to get yeah. income from a new game, and so maybe there is that pressure. I think it. It probably should have gone into an early access on PC or something before something, hitting yeah. on yeah. Steam before hitting the the Switch. But it's um like I think the core is good. It's fun. It's clever. Give the game some time. Don't be scared away by the negative reviews. Um, so far, I hopefully you'll get fixed. I um, I downloaded Vengeful Guardian Moonrider, which is kind of like Castle, Super Castlevania, like Castlevania. That's more Ooh, like a side scroller, not a Vania, yeah. not a Metroidvania. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, it's it feels like a very classic kind of sixteen bit side scroller. I'm digging that. Um, one of our listeners recommended I try Elec Head, which is uh, came Ooh, out a while back, yeah. which is like an eight bit looking kind of Mega Man looking game very clever where you're a robot whose head is electrified and you can throw it right and mm -hmm. you can turn on machinery with the electricity from the head but yes. if your head oh yeah 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 Oops. if your head is gone from your body for more than 10 seconds you die oh so okay. it's very clever so it's realistic fun little game you know it, it it's it's cheap so check that out and then you know still playing railbound and then I um I played a bunch of Mario Kart because of the new tracks. They're awesome. Yeah, yes, they're, they're really so fun. fun. Like, that game is just so pretty yeah. to me. Like every time I boot it up and and I see it in action, we play multiplayer. It's just such a pretty game, but mm -hmm. the more tracks I download, the more hopeless I become that we won't get another Mario Kart for another decade. Because, like, how do you top this? Why do we need a new Mario Kart? 
card. Yeah, exactly. What do we need a new one for? Well, yeah. then give me a Donkey Kong card. Give 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 Why? like retro the <laughs> keys to do Diddy People Kong Racing or Donkey Kong Racing. Like yeah. I feel like I want another or Nintendo Racing. I want another take on kart racing or fun racing. If we're not gonna get F Zero, I get but that. Like, this is so much fun. It just doesn't have that loop of discovery and unlocking because it's track packs that you yeah, use, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, and so it's not the same. <laughs> Have you have you played with the item settings that they added recently? That's what we were doing over the Christmas holiday, my siblings mm-hmm. and I. Like we were we we're like, okay, what if we do Baby Park 200 CC all bananas? Oh my yeah. god, that's awesome! Oh. <laughs> that's so much. I know fun. it's turning into perfect yeah. da- uh, dark slappers only like yeah. madness. It's, it's chaos. Uh, it's yeah. like Trader Joe's parking lot. I've been playing this a lot at home too, and I I I love it. It's I, I'm I'm kind of with you, Perry, in that like it would be cool to get something new on top of this although in the meantime the tracks here are really well done Mm -hmm. um i'm i a couple years ago i was like this needs a sequel it's been so long but they've they they give this thing just enough you know shots in the arm and now there's still more tracks coming to it that i'm pretty happy with it but yeah some some new characters some new car parts like little even little something like that would be cool um there's no conquesting in this game yeah yeah, yeah. fair this entire switch uh, edition is like yeah we released this awesome mario kart game and you don't need to unlock everything again and so here it is right yeah. like that it is yeah. very much a multiplayer focused package which is appropriate for for mario kart but yeah i i do love playing games you know either with my son or my daughter where we co-op the championship mode mm-hmm. we talked about horizon turbo and uh, turbo chase and stuff like that yeah where i just love that sort of like communal campaign experience and that's obviously not it's not the same when you've played everything and you don't unlock the new tracks. Yeah. I will say this. Nintendo, I love the new item settings. Uh, make it so I can play with only Crazy 8s turned on. <laughs> right now, if you turn on, if you try to turn on only Crazy 8s, it doesn't let you. Like, it forces you to also turn on, I think, like, mushrooms or something. Mm-hmm. It's and too many 8s. Yeah. Well, I, ass- <laughs> I assume what's happening is if everybody is... if if. What? However, ten players are suddenly getting crazy eights every item box. There's too much crap on screen, and yep. the game probably won't run. That's uh, it. Patch it. Fix it. D- do what you got to do. Switch Nintendo. two. Switch yeah, two. Yeah, switch two. Whatever you got to do. I want ten people all with like multiple crazy eights just throwing random. Like I want. I want complete that is mayhem. That is, uh, I was. Yeah. I was very sad that I could not do that. You could. And then just for reference, for people who are not ancient, uh, Perfect Dark lets you customize everything, and you could literally just ruin the game. Like mm-hmm. it, the frame rate wanna... would be two frames per hour in the end when all the yes. laptops were exploding. Yes, and, yeah. I want to ruin video games. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, speaking of vi- of ruined video games, Reb, what have you been playing? Well, I finished the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Pokedex. Woo-hoo! I know. Um, th- I gave it a six. I know. There's people online who are mad at me for, fi- That's for, okay, for spending for God's that many sakes. hours. It doesn't matter. I like Pokemon. Whatever. Uh, I, I, one thing I have liked about the more recent Pokemon games, I am a sicko who thinks that the limited Pokedexes are actually a good idea because it makes catching them all actually something I want to do again. Um, and so I, you know, I had an okay time, even though the game is still buggy as all heck. Uh, weird thing about that, I. I did not use like anything to increase my odds of getting a shiny Pokemon and the entire game, a hundred hours finishing the Pokedex. Uh, I did not run into a single shiny Pokemon. Like I, I couldn't find one. Everybody and their dog on the internet, I feel like has found a million of them. I ate a shiny sandwich like 
five minutes after getting the shiny charm and just to see what would happen. Brian is like, and what? I went I went someplace and I immediately found two shinies in like the first five seconds. That's awesome. So oh, damn. yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not gonna play any more Scarlet and Violet until there's DLC did, at this point because I've done all there is to do. Maybe I might I might try to get some of the Pokemon. Did from, you bring any uh, shiny sandwiches? For? I didn't bring any shiny sandwiches. Next week. We next should week eat those. There. Yeah. I'm, in, um, I'm into it. But uh, finishing the Pokemon X and Scarlet and Violet uh, has emptied my soul. Uh, so now I'm oh. revisiting a game that I played back in 2017 uh, that I have very strong feelings about. Uh, it's called Rain World. Uh, ah, yeah, it yes. came out for PC in 2017. I actually reviewed it for a little website that I was writing for called App Trigger back in the day. Um, and I I wasn't like super high on it at the time. Like hmm. I didn't. So Rain World is this kind of, it's, it's this like survival platforming game. You play as this little, very vulnerable creature called a slug cat. Uh, and you, you go out in the world and it's very hostile. Uh, you need to like eat a certain amount. There's these little like, kind of like, flying bats that you can eat. Uh, you need to find, they're very scarce. You have to find them, eat them. And then you have to find uh, very scarce. There's a handful of places around the world. You have to eat, eat as much as you need to and then hibernate and then when you hibernate you wow, kind of move up good. yeah the pixel art's beautiful or yeah. pixel art i don't know whatever whatever that art style is, is. gorgeous uh you hibernate and then you kind of like like uh, go up a level it doesn't it's, it's it's very the thing about rain world is it's very it doesn't tell you what you're supposed to be doing really yeah. you're supposed to be eating and hibernating and that those are like the two main things you do and then as you start to explore this world you kind of uncover okay there's there's a story here there's like kind of these karma levels i'm going up every time i hibernate uh but then there's also a lot of like you are you're not the lowest thing on the food food chain but you're pretty low down there and you don't really have you can't fight really uh and so there's a lot of predators that can kick the crap out of you and you have to hibernate after you have to, there's like a time limit on it so the rain will come and you have to hibernate before the rain comes or you go back to your last hibernation point and you get set back uh so it's it's very survival oriented uh but the thing the reason why i'm coming back to it after not really being high on it it was very difficult when i played it in 2017 like it was so hard and it was just really esoteric and hard to figure out what was going on and i i, I bounced off of it pretty hard but the thing that kept me coming back was like this moment where Towards, the, towards like kind of the end of my time with it where I saw a creature throw, there's like, you can, you can walk, you can jump like barely, you have like a little tiny jump and then you can pick up and throw objects. And there's like random little piece, like things you can throw, like rocks, you can throw at enemies. It doesn't really do anything. Um, but mm. it, there's, there's like these little stick objects and I saw an enemy pick up a little stick object and throw it and it's stuck in a wall. And then I watched them jump on top of it and get some height. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can grab a thing and use it as a platform. <laughs> it's a super Metroid trick, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, the thing, but the thing about Rain World is that the enemy AI is like, it's constantly going. So the enemies, every time, every cycle, like they spawn in certain spots and then they kind of just do whatever. Like yeah. there's not, there's not a consistent way to access that. So it's this weird survival game where every creature is living in the world at the same time as you and interacting with it in different ways. And you're kind of like trying to figure out, uh, like you stumble upon these things. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not that it's programmed to happen. Like you're not tutorialized. It just sort of, you know, you come across it and you learn something. And I, I think that's, that's such a difficult way to make a game that someone won't just immediately bounce off of, which right. is what happened to me, but it's kind of genius. So since 2017, they've done a bunch of updates to this game. They've given it a slightly easier mode, uh, which I'm trying to play on now. I might go back up to the normal mode. I don't know yet. Um, they've given it like some other things to sort of make it a little more friendly and accessible. And then there's also a DLC coming out, but the DLC is only for PC right now. I, I'm playing it on switch. I assume mm. it's eventually <clears throat> going to come to switch, but I'm trying rain world again and I'm really, really liking it the second time around. It's, it's still pretty Super punishing, cool. 
But like now that I kind of understand what it's trying to do, I'm really just enjoying sort of exploring these places and taking it slow and like vibing and, and being like observant, like observing what the other creatures are doing and try to figure out, okay, what, what can they teach me about how I can move around this world? And I, yeah, I'm really vibing with Rain World the second time around. That cool. Rules. All right. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. You want to know something that's going to blow your mind? 2017 was six years ago. Maybe that's just me having. <sighs> yeah, Zelda game came out. Yes, uh, Metro. I know. Metro Prime <clears throat> Four logo. Mm. <laughs> came out. The are you done with that? Are you still playing it? Or are you done? The logo? Yeah, are you done I'm with trying to 100 percent it. So. <laughs> yeah. Right now it's stuck on they, four. They don't tell you it's 101 percent, but yeah, I have some bad news uh, for what I've been up to I lately. I hate bad news. I started playing Civ Six again, and that's not good because i will play civilization to the detriment of everything my health yeah my relationships no um, i understand i just love the civilization games they're so stupid mm-hmm. and i have so much fun but this is the first time and i've got like hundreds of hours in civ games since i think i started in like civ 3 but um this is the first time where i'm not going for a military victory every time i'm actually trying to go for like an economic victory but yeah i just love the sim games i love that you'll be like some ancient uh, emperor or you know ancient leader and you'll have your your little town your little city and you'll send out a ship that has people rowing and then out of nowhere a steamship from a country you've never met will appear and they'll tell you how much they hate you i just i love it it's such a charming game and it's so fun and i am this is all i'm going to be doing now um sif games always impress me and i i I look I, i play these games and I go, how would you even start making a game like this? It's like mm-hmm. yeah. The, yeah. the simulation yeah. that's being run is so complex. And like the code must be so efficient to figure all this stuff out and somehow balance it. Yeah. I'm, I'm always in yeah. awe. Like the Civ, Civ games are so good. You go I, back and you read those yep. stories about older Civ games where there was like a character that was just absurdly overpowered or, so, or some like very specific instance. They could just completely break the game and yep. you completely understand how that would happen. And then it's so perfectly yeah. tailored for a PC and mouse control controls and like you sitting there for many hours and then somehow they figured out how to turn it into a console experience with civilization revolution before they later ruined it but like they you know it it was so it was so good on console and nobody cared because it's it's a game that's just not on at at home traditionally on consoles but man that was a really good multiplayer game yeah if you're interested in the civilization or like that whole genre like Civ's probably the most approachable. I have like a ton of of them on my PC. I have like Stellaris and Hearts of Iron 4, um, uh, Surviving Mars. Those games are almost impenetrable. Like you, it takes you like four days of playing before you understand how to play the game. Mm -hmm. But Civ, it's like super easy. You could just jump right in and then, you know, you can have uh gandhi declaring war on uh alexander the great the the inside joke is that they made gandhi really hostile right like gandhi is the first to nuke someone (laughs) Mm -hmm. in 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 the traditional games yeah it's a good game and uh i'm never gonna go back to anything else i'm sorry sorry we'll miss you seth we'll be talking about we're talking about civ until civ 7 comes out in which case i'll be playing that hey it's question block and this is one that i meant to get to last week because two different people asked this question without you know I assume that they didn't get together and talk about it beforehand. But uh, let's see. Steven Johnson via email and Eric DeMent on Facebook asked, what is the origin of Get the Thing, which we say at the end of every episode. Gentlemen. I am here to tell you, 
I don't actually. Oh, really? Know. I just say mm. it. I just say the it. The first time I guessed it on this podcast, I didn't say it because I thought that was something only Pear was allowed to say. What? Uh, yeah, that's I, <laughs> former former host of Nintendo Voice Chat and former Nintendo editor at IGN, a very very wonderful person who I love deeply, Jose Otero was great guy was doing a let's play with us of uh super mario 3d world yeah on the wii u and we were all together in a room and that game obviously is a is a kind of couch co-op take on mario top down three-fourths isometric multiplayer version of mario with cat power-ups and nonsense everywhere to collect um and there's a lot of just like teamwork and um uh, uh, chaos and fi- infighting and stuff like that <laughs> and but there's a lot of cooperation that's that's needed and so in like this very flustered moment one of us had to get a power up and jose just yelled get 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 the thing get the thing get get, get the thing <laughs> and it turned into this thing where we just said it as a catchphrase at the end of every episode and now we're like you know, years and years and years removed of that. It's, it's been so long since that game came out, and it and it stuck. So, but it's. I mean, I think on, on a philosophical level, <laughs> oh my video <God>. games. <laughs> video. What if yeah. it's not? The what Mario if not Webster video games are about getting the thing? Mario Webster, right? Video. Every the video game. Webster. Get the thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to know because I felt like a fraud. Every every time at the end of every show, you when I have just, to say, why don't you just ask us? You know, yeah, you can you can just Seth, we can answer. I was worried you guys make fun. Oh of yeah, me. no, it's true. We probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there That's you go, really cool. folks. Now you know the origin of that. Hey, Jonathan Seligman asks: Is Brian Altano allowed back on NBC? <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> no. What did you do? Just this once. I think. Didn't you move what to another country do? or something? No, no, he lives here. Oh. What did you do? Well, I mean, I didn't bring pop rocks and rum on the show. Yeah, so if anything goes here. You I did heard, that. You're here. So I heard you said, didn't you say something mean about Nintendo once? What did I say mean about <gasps> Nintendo? I thought you said something mean about Nintendo. Somebody was talking about, on like Beyond or something. What? No. No, 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 no. It's total. It's yeah. total coincidence. Oh wait, he's been yeah. Busy. Did you say uh, <laughs> Genesis does what Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. he says something no, mean about Nintendo. Now everyone's mad at you. If I said it. that, I, I like if I had come up with that tagline, I maybe I'd be rich. I don't know. No, I think that all those <laughs> yeah, Sega that's... dollars are gone. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I, I just ba- I'm I'm extremely busy these days, and I I don't I don't make enough time for doing fun things like this. And today I was like, I'm here. There's a studio right here. My friends are here. Let's make this show. Let's do it. There's booze yeah. and pop rocks and a, he didn't a know about the booze. Aren't you? You're like Mr. Bigwig. You're like you're like directing all the podcasts now and working yeah. on, on on connecting the podcast better to like our our audience out there. Yeah, and, and yeah. So we're gonna we're doing a lot modest. of fun experience with Beyond, and we're doing a lot of we're gonna do some uh, experiments with NVC too, and try to do more fun stuff in the Craziness. future. But also, um, Seth generally invites me six to seven minutes before the show starts. <laughs> um, <laughs> And this time he gave me he gave me a couple of days heads up. Couple days. So I was like, you know what, I'll work that in. But usually he's like, ah, it's eleven thirty and four people have diarrhea. Can you do the show? Oh my god. So it's true. We, yeah. we just also, Brian won't much. toot his own horn, but I'll I'll like toot it for him in this case. Uh Brian said something on, on Twitter like months and months ago when someone was asking him why he wasn't on here anymore. And I, I don't remember the exact tweet, but you basically said you were trying to make room for like new voices. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was like a really cool thing because there are like the last couple 
couple of years, IGN has has hired like a lot of like really cool new people who are who are you know growing and up and coming in the space, and I'm among them. And it's it's been really cool to see folks like Brian like very graciously and elegantly make room for more voices to use the platforms that IGN has to you know yeah. talk about Nintendo. I or, think or getting whatever. someone on the show who can explain to you what a shiny sandwich is is more <laughs> valuable to our audience than someone being like shiny sandwich. What's next? You know, like it's good to have a little bit of that every now and then. And that, you sure. know, but there's a lot of there's a lot of beats on the Nintendo front that are super popular these days that are not in my wheelhouse at all, right? Like yeah. Fire yeah. Emblem, uh, uh, like the Xenoblade, uh, Pokemon, all that stuff is like, it's super, super big on Switch and it's just not really my cup of tea. Yeah. And so like, there's no, I don't think there's like a, an intrinsic value to have like someone front and center on a show like this you know, just going like, well, I've never played it before. Would I like it? Like, I think that that's important too, but like having experts on having people that love those games and know those things is great. You know, I'd love to come on for Mario and Zelda and all the other, all the other fun stuff. Yeah. But I also, I'm, I miss the show. I love doing the show, but it's, it's great to oh, have so many people always. On yeah. Like every two or three episodes is like, where's Brian? Is he coming back? Yeah. In the, in the comments. So yes. No. I want to shout out one thing. If you, if you're a Nintendo fan, you don't listen to beyond or, or watch beyond our podcast. Do tune in to the, uh, the episode <laughs> that's oh where Akeem, um, confronts Brian oh. about Sonic yes. was never good. Um, what episode it's so is good. That? It's a couple of episodes back. Was it? Oh, four there's weeks a clip ago? out. Yeah, actually. yeah. When we broke the video out as its own separate thing. So, um, if you if you go on YouTube and you search for you know Sonic is good, I think it was what we called it. <laughs> Sonic is good. Yeah. You want yes. me to search for the yeah. word Sonic is good? And then add IGN at the end. Yeah. So yeah. Akeem, okay. Akeem basically pulled up an old game uh, game scoop episode so where uh, you know I talked I talked some smack on Sonic, <laughs> and this is coming from a a kid who had Sega Genesis bought Sonic. Sonic 2 when it first came out like I was I was I was a big fan but like eventually became a lap Sonic fan and he was like here's what you said about Sonic and I said and wow. I basically said hey I've come around on that character and those games in the last few years like I think the movies are super fun I think the games have gotten better and better and better <laughs> and Akeem had telling been telling so me for good. weeks that he was going to do this but didn't share a single note with me so everything that you that everything that happens here is total like surprise reaction on my end it was it was really really fun That's one amazing. of my favorite things we've God, done i was driving was and listening amazing. to the episode i was laughing the entire time. So yeah yeah he, akeem got you. an l to give to yeah. brian oh, virtually he, yeah he go go and watch that clip oh that's so i know funny. i have so amazing good. and then go read the comments because it, everyone's like well i didn't like ign before because they said sonic was bad but now i like <laughs> it sonic is that good. Was great. i love how all the sonic community <laughs> is in those comments uh actually you should watch it right after this episode because we're at the end of the time that we have together and i'm very sad but it looks like you all enjoyed your drinks so i'm very happy about that but that is <laughs> i'll mail you one time we have left for this week's nbc before we go i do have a few favors to ask of you the listener or the viewer or the audience or just the fan or whoever you are just a nice person eating a bag of hot peanuts that they used to serve in the 1940s yeah. for a nickel if you're watching us on youtube please <laughs> leave us a like and a nice comment if you're listening to us on a podcast app Please leave us a review. It helps us spread the good NVC word, and we will be forever in your debt. I want to thank Brian for coming out of a cryogenic stasis <laughs> and joining us on NVC of again. Uh, Red on the ones and twos for always being there with the footage. <laughs> Shigeru, Mr. Shigeru, Mr. Miyamoto. Shigeru, Mr. Miyamoto. Has Red been Shigeru, waiting for this? Mr. Miyamoto. Uh, remember, uh, NBC is the only place where you can get the, thing. Get the thing. Get the hot peanuts. 